You're listening to IELTS To Go, a podcast to help busy people prepare for the IELTS exam 10 minutes at a time. I'm Daniel. And I'm Maggie. In each episode, we'll choose a new IELTS speaking topic to discuss. And we'll give you some tips on how you can get a higher score. So, whether you're on your commute, on your lunch break, or wherever else you might find time to listen to us, welcome to IELTS To Go. Maggie, how are you today? I'm great, you? I'm doing pretty well. Well, it seems that both of us were pretty late getting here today. So what happened with you? Well, it was raining hard and I tried to take a bus, but the bus seemed to never come. So I grabbed a taxi, but the taxi stuck in the middle of the road because of the accident. Well, that's why I got here late today. Okay, I had a similar experience. I usually take the subway here, but I was running pretty late, so I decided to take a taxi instead. But yeah, same as you. It seems because of the rain, there was a lot of traffic. I don't know if there was an accident or not, but I was stuck in traffic a long time. But we're here now, so that's good. Well, actually, us being here late today ties in pretty well with our topic for IELTS this week. Uh, the topic for IELTS this week is about journeys and journeys that do not go as they are planned. So, have you ever had a journey that didn't go as planned? Yeah, of course, once. Okay, well, let's hear the prompt, and we'll hear about your journey that didn't go so well or didn't go as it was planned. So, the prompt for today is: Describe a journey that didn't go as planned. You should say where you were going, how you were traveling. Who you were with, what went wrong, and explain what you would do differently. So, Maggie, would you like to tell us about a story of a journey gone wrong first? Sure. So, one time I went to Sri Lanka with my friend, and we planned to go to Nuara Alia. At first, we thought that we can go there and just grab a train ticket. But the problem is. When we were there, and we were told that the ticket was all sold out, and we have no idea how to go there because it's quite far, and the only transportation we knew was the train. So we asked the owner of the hotel we stayed in. He told us that we can take the public bus, like long distance bus, to Nuara Alia. And in Sri Lanka, we've never take this kind of bus. We have no idea what this public bus looked like at that time, but we decided to take a try. So we bought the ticket and we got on the bus, and it took much longer time than we expected because we thought it would be like three, four hours thing, but it turned out to be a whole day thing. So we stayed on the bus for like whole day to get where we want to go, but it was not a bad experience actually. It was very good opportunity for us to know more about the local culture, and on the way we saw a lot of different things, and we actually interacted with the local Sri Lanka people on the bus. It was a lot of fun. I don't think we would do anything different though, because it was an adventure, and adventure was fun. All right, that sounds like a great trip. Now, in the future, when you're doing this section of the IELTS. 
Remember that you're going to be talking about something in the past, so be a little more careful about using the past tense as you tell your story. Okay, I'll keep that in mind next time for sure. All right. Well, I have a story also about a trip that did not go as planned, and actually, it was probably didn't go as planned because we didn't plan it very carefully. So this was when I was in college. Me and some friends decided that we wanted to drive to the Appalachian Trail, which is a trail that you can go hiking on、uh, along the Appalachian Mountains, which are in the east of America. So this trail is very, very long. It goes all the way from Georgia. Up into Maine, so almost the entire length of the American coast on the East Coast. We weren't going to do all of it, but we wanted to drive down to South Carolina and just do it for two days. Just be out in wilderness in nature for two days, away from people. Now we had never done anything like this before, and we made some mistakes while we were planning. For example, we didn't quite pack enough water. So we still had about a half day of hiking left to do, and we had no water. So this, is, of course, is a problem when you're in the wilderness. You can't just go to a local shop or something to buy some more water. So fortunately, one of our friends had brought along a bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey, and this we were able to mix in with the river water from the mountains, and that kind of made it cleaner or would kill any bacteria that might have been in it. And it was safe for us to drink. We also weren't too careful looking for what are called trail blazers, which are markings on the trail to let you know that you're going the right way. So there was at one point where we got lost, and we were lost for about an hour, which is not a good feeling because again, you're very far away from any people, and you don't want to be lost out there. But we did eventually find the trail again, and we were okay. If I had to do it again, I don't think we would have done it any differently either. Like you said, you know, sometimes these trips are more fun and they're more adventurous if you just take it as it comes to you and you don't worry about all the different details and exactly what's going to happen. However, we probably would have brought more water, and that way we wouldn't have had to drink out of the river. Okay, it's time for the IELTS tip of the month. Now, the first month, the tip was that it is okay to lie while you are taking the IELTS exam. If you have nothing to say about your real life or your real experiences, you can just make something up. Our next month's tip was that you should try to make your answers as long as possible, especially when they are giving you an easy question to answer. You should try to really expand as much as you can. Now, this month's tip is very important because sometimes students just have trouble thinking very quickly about what they want to say. So, the tip of this month is that you should learn how to stall. Now, stall is a word that we would usually use with a car. So, sometimes you're driving a car and the car just stops working. We would say that the car stalled. But when we're talking about conversations or interactions between people, stall just means to try to get more time to do something. So, in terms of the IELTS, this means that you should learn ways to give yourself more time to think about an answer for an IELTS question that you are asked. For example, maybe the examiner asks you, "Do you think it's a good thing 
for students to stay with their parents after they have graduated university. You may need some time to think about this. Maybe you haven't thought about it before. Maybe you don't have an answer immediately ready. But how can you stall? You don't want to just sit there and say nothing. So one method is that you can repeat the question back to the examiner. So the examiner asks you, do you think it's a good thing for students to stay with their parents after they have graduated university? And you can say back, hmm, is it okay for students to stay with their parents after they've graduated university? Good question. Now that buys you about five seconds to think about your answer. So that's the first way you can stall, is to repeat the question back to the examiner. Another way that you can stall is to start just thinking out loud about the different answers that you could give. So in the example of this question, there are really two answers. Yes, you think it's a good thing for them to stay with their parents, or no, you think it's not a good thing for them to stay with their parents. You can say both sides. So you could say, well, on the one hand, if they stay with their parents, they can save a lot of money. On the other hand, they should try to be independent. So I could see why people would say that they should move out and not live with their parents. Now you can see how saying those two things, you still haven't answered the question yet. But that's okay. You're not just sitting there not saying anything. You're kind of thinking out loud, you're speaking English, and the examiner's not going to count that against you. Let's take a look at one more example. Maybe the examiner asks you, do you think that art should be taught in public schools? You could say, hmm, that's a good question. Should art be taught in public schools? Well, on the one hand, it's really good to teach students how to express themselves, and art's really good for that. But I could see how some parents would think that it was a waste of their students' time because it might not be preparing them for a job that they would get in the future or for their career. Now, after saying those two things, I've just bought myself 10 or 15 seconds to think about what my answer is. And then I can tell the examiner what I think about the answer. We hope you found this podcast useful. Please check back next month for our next episode. If you have any questions or comments about how we can improve the podcast, you can email us at ielts2go at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at ielts2go podcast. <laughs>